All right, big episode of the Nordies Podcast. One Piece is so good, it's getting a season two. Marvel has a villain problem. And we have our X-Watch with one of our favorite movies, Logan. Here we go. And here we go, Nordies Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Jim. How's it going? Uh, yeah, I'm very good, man. How are you? Hey, I'm great. We are uh, watching the MTV VMA Awards. Still at it. Still at um, it. Yeah, it's kind of in, in the meat of it. We got Fat Joe with the, the beard, and we're debating whether he has a real beard or a fake beard. That's a fake beard. That's a tattoo. I think it's a fake beard. I think it's makeup. I think it might be, yeah, just painted on his face. It's really bad. But it, the MTV Awards, um, what's your what's your like favorite VMA Award memory? Um, I mean, I was like, you know, a big Christina and Britney fan, not uh-huh. for their music, because yeah. I was a teenage boy. And so when they kissed, yeah, I was like, wow. And Madonna? I didn't really care about Madonna. She yeah. was like my mom's age like, at the time. The so I was like, get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, maybe that, um, maybe like when Eminem won and it felt like a big fuck you to like, you know, the authority. I was like into that. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I like any like fun collabs, but like off the top of my head now, I can't think of one. Okay, cool. So that's why you asked me first, hoping <laughs> yeah. you'd come up with, okay, it sounds good. Sounds I was trying good. to buy myself time. <laughs> I don't know. I think I always like thought it was really important, but like when I think back on it, I'm like, man, they didn't have that many moments. Oh, they did though. They had, like, I think you just need to be reminded had, like, of them. They had the them. Kanye taylor swift one which is so i can't hear about the it the beginning ever of the end for him yeah. essentially he just um, went downhill from there yeah I, I don't know i just i just i guess oh mm. wasn't there the one where it was like miley and she it was, was twerking yeah uh, with with the guy who was robin like, thick yeah. who was may may or may not be a predator yeah yeah it didn't turn out well for him in the end but that's fine because mm-hmm. uh, he was the hero of Cobchella. What's that? Coachella was, I think, one of the greatest moments in TV history. Oh, really? So Stephen Colbert was having Coachella, and he was going to have the song of the summer at Coachella, which was just a normal episode of his show. <laughs> okay. And he had, um, the song of the summer was um, Daft Punk. Sure. And they were going to come on, but then um, MTV threw a fit and said, you can't have them on because they're playing at the VMA Awards. Oh, okay. And so he had, they they both are Viacom, and MTV pulled whatever strings they could, and they pulled Daft Punk from Coachella. So Stephen Colbert spent an entire episode <laughs> pissed at MTV, being like, I don't know what I'm going to do because we lost the song of the summer. <laughs> and then um, Kia or something was sponsoring the event. So the Kia executives supposedly were sitting in the front row and they were Asian guys who were like pissed right. because Coachella wasn't going well. <laughs> and every single break, he would be like afraid because he didn't know what to do for Coachella. And then at the end, he said, we have the real song of the summer. And then Robin Thicke came out and played his song. Oh, no. <laughs> and it was just a legendary moment in television history. And it made me like Robin Thicke. <laughs> Coachella. <laughs> oh, I love it. I yeah, I prefer Alan Thicke. Yeah, me too. A fantastic, uh, you know, sitcom actor. Dad. Dad on... Uh, He's everybody's dad. He's Robin... Alan Thicke. And then he became the, like... What, what show was he even on? Um... Uh, family, no. Um, oh, family matters. Family ties. Family, family ties. Uh, I don't know. 
I don't know either. I don't know. I watched it. Yeah, I, I think he was on the one that had like Leonardo DiCaprio on it. Oh, that that was like the the neighbor. He was like the kid that was like, like, "Hey, get out of here! Stop <laughs> eating all my ham sandwiches." That's my my Alan Thick. I like it. Yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? I mean, because we haven't heard him speak in like twenty years, you think that might be perfect. I think that just might be him. That yeah. might be perfect. <laughs> anyway, it's getting worse. It's getting, definitely that was not it. We know when it's not it. I do that. Okay, so uh, I yeah yeah. So there you go. That's uh, somehow. That's where we got. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not sure where we're at. You're going to have to take it from here. Big episode for us yes. today. Lots to talk about. Before we don't jump into that, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcasts from. And uh, get it to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Thank you. It went better than Love last you. time. Yeah, yeah. You're back. All right, uh, Jim, what are we drinking here today? All right. Well, this is an exciting beer that you picked up. Thank you, Eric. Toppling Goliath. We know makes good beer, generally kind of expensive, and then it's shipped here. So sometimes you're like, is it even new? You know what I mean? But this one is new, and it is a pseudo Sioux, peacherine, dry hop, absolutely delicious beer. Um, I thought this was a, a beer that was like a flavored beer, but it's not. It's not. It just tastes so good off a, hop flavor. Is a new hop. That I, I mean, it's not new. It's a new hop to me. New to me. Haven't heard of it before. This beer, you guys, if it's if you see it in the store and is what is it twenty one dollars for a four no, pack? It was like sixteen, maybe. So, that's a cop. It was like fifteen ninety nine. I think that's it was a, a cop. Pretty good deal. Yeah, I might grab it next time. I, well, hopefully, I get access to it because I really like this beer. Yeah, good stuff. Um, yeah, peacherine. I thought it was like they did like a peach flavored. Yeah, like they're adding, you know adding fruit, but no, dude, this is pure hop. I love it. Good shit. All right. Here we go. Lots to talk have? about. So do we care? First up, uh, if you guys love Legos and you love Taylor Swift, you're going to be pumped up about the Taylor Swift Lego sets that are coming out. Here's the best part. Even if you've never cared about Legos and you're a Swifty, you're going to try to buy these sets and get into Legos. Kind of makes me feel like Taylor Swift could not do anything. Like she could sell any product. Name like, point. can you think of a collab that she could sign on that wouldn't work? Um, I know of one. If you can't think of one, I got one that just came in, and I just wonder I mean, even I, she could I, pull I guess, that off. I guess I would say that like male products probably wouldn't see a huge boost. I mean, there's a lot of male Swifties, but I think like yeah. anything that like if she started like if she was doing like razor axe, blades or something, yeah, it probably yeah, yeah. wouldn't make a huge difference. I was thinking like, what if she was the new spokeswoman for my pillow? Could she save my pillow probably. at this point? She I probably, think I, she could. probably could. She could probably. She's pro, she's so famous. Ty's pillow. She's so beloved that, that I think she could. Um, she could even keep Mike Lindell on. Yeah, I think and she they could. could right. They could, they could yeah. co-spokesperson, um, and she could. Some. She's so loved and cared for, and um, she could. She could somehow even make Mike Lind. She could sell Mike Lindell. <laughs> Fuck the pillows. She can bring back Mike Lindell. Yeah, and that's that's, that's hard because that dude I think is a fucking lunatic. <laughs> Minnesota's own. Is he no? Yeah, of course. My no. pillow is a Minnesota company. That's why it's like sucks to like cheer against them because oh, I'm like, oh gosh, that's so harmful. Of course, you didn't know that. Yeah. No, I hate that. That's actually. how we're represented nationally. I'm sad. All right, uh, let's move on. Here we go. One Piece season two. It gets the green light. Yes. You've loved One Piece so far. Gosh, have I? Uh, One Piece on Netflix. I've been pimping it last couple weeks. I finished it. Eight episodes strong. 
um, you're going to have to understand that even if you don't watch anime or didn't watch this anime, it is an anime live-action adaptation where they actually respect the uh, you know the content, the original work. So it's a little goofy. It's kind of silly, but it's so well done, and the characters are so good and so memorable. The action is sick. I care about what's next. I care about the world. It's like they introduce this big world and they're all excited about these different areas of this, you know, the seas where they can travel. And they really didn't hit like that much of it. And so you just feel like, dude, I want more seasons. And I'm excited. So we're getting season two. I guess it's already written. It might be out within a year, maybe 18 months. Um, And I think that they can only go bigger because they're going to have even a bigger budget now. So I am like, really impressed with this show I think it's you know it's kind of fun in the way that like Stranger Things is fun you know you don't take it too seriously you understand it's for teens to adults okay and that's what this is too so dude One Piece is a wreck for me especially at a time bro we're not gonna go back we're not gonna be able to talk about 15 shows right now what have we got Ahsoka so I'm telling you guys for everybody that hasn't watched One Piece yet then I've said do me a fucking solid see what you think let me know okay One Piece one piece i mean i'm like almost like tempted to save one piece for myself because i mm. just know we're going to be in the absolute tv hell like yeah. i'm i'm in already... like a year from now or like 18 months from now you're going to be like one piece is the greatest show i've ever seen because you haven't you won't have seen anything new no in 18 months from now i'm going to be like man i can't wait for season 2 of one piece cuz right now <laughs> still... right now i'm watching Love is more fun on a boat. Yeah, right. with a bunch of the writers stars. that normally wrote the titles of the the shows and, yeah. <laughs> and episodes have been fired or they're on strike. So on this uh, show, um, if you there's an uneven number of people on the boat to fall in love, and if you don't get picked at the end of the night, then you have to hang on to the back of the boat and kick as hard as you can <laughs> to propel can. the love ship forward. Called, called paddling for love yeah <laughs> and it's gonna be a huge hit coming to cbs i mean it's gonna be are you gonna watch did you see the new show coming out um it's called the golden bachelor have you seen this i mean there's I, a minnesotan woman on i've it. never watched the bachelor or i the haven't either i haven't uh, that's kind of surprising because you you know this we is did, your hey, wheelhouse hey, do you remember when we did the blind bachelor yeah and we blindly picked people and i won did you yeah the the woman i picked not only like went the farthest which we all assumed you know it's just like we'll probably all be out first week it won't work she fucking won it and i so don't remember don't her name do, ashley i'm so sure is i think ashley, we should I'm do guessing. the golden blind bachelor okay i think we should too i think that's a great idea and so you know the the premise right no can you imagine what it might be golden, golden. um they're old they're old oh okay. so it's an older man okay i'm guessing he's 65 mm. i mean like proper old um and then a bunch of, you know, old ladies. So if Oh, you, they're if you, old too. Okay. I oh, was really course. worried they were like twenty five yes. and I was like, Which I is don't kinda know about stupid that. because it must mean that he's only old and handsome and not old, handsome and rich. Mm. If he was old, handsome and rich, he would just be like The Bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh no, I'm excited about the, the our new game, not so much about the show, but um Golden Bachelor, it's happening, spin offs everywhere. Okay, um, that doesn't move the needle for me at all. No, it shouldn't. I mean, if I'm not interested in young people 
Right, you don't even have TV. like attractive people to watch. If but it might also... be such a shit show that I'm like kind of actually curious for the first time ever on any of them. I mean, there's only two types of old guys that are single though. Guys who are very Widowers. much looking for love and a relationship and um, companionship and then absolute creeps who have decided I'm mm. too old to care about that. Right. Yeah. I feel like that's 80%. I think so too. Yeah. Sorry to all of our old single listeners. <laughs> You're weird. <laughs> Just kidding. We love you. All right. Uh, we do have new Drake coming out next week. Does that move the needle for you? Yeah, dude. Obviously. Dude, is this going to be a rap album or a singing album? This is going to be a fucking rap album, dude. Okay. For sure. Rap yeah. Album. He's hitting okay. like some of his features lately have been quite real rap. I mean, he can do it all. Mm-hmm. Do you think Pusha T will be on it? Pusha T will not be okay, on Pusha it. No, they, that's maybe the only. I tell you what, Twenty One Savage will be all over it. All you know, Future will be on it. All his regulars, um, Travis Scott will probably do a song. You know the deal. But, yeah, so it's dude, gonna I, be because he do, he goes kind of back and forth between like rap album and like pop weird album. album. Like he'll do like a singy pop album, yeah, rap album. Mm-hmm. Then he does like his dance album, like mm-hmm. Honestly Nevermind, which yeah. When I trying to list off all the album names. I'm like, I can't remember that one. Honestly, never mind. And then yes. I keep moving because yes. it's kind of forgettable. That was the point. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, dude, I'm a big Drake guy, and I was thinking about my top ten rappers, and I'm kind of scared. But I'm like, is he is he number one now? I don't know. I mean, is he's Drake up number there. one? Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna go like, so far. What, like, do you need like? Don't use metrics because if you use any metrics, he is. I'm gonna go so far as to say that Drake is closing in on the greatest uh, rapper ever yeah i just want everyone to know that the reason i just stumbled on my words there is because we just found out at the end of october uh new season of the challenge is coming out oh yeah and you boy, just saw oh, that boy oh boy do i care Ooh, wow that's okay the TV. that's how you dude maybe we should watch mtv every show just yeah. in case we get updates on the challenge pretty much the challenge is really um gonna get us all i i'm i'm gonna go on a campaign let the challenge is going to be the biggest show in in let TV. Let the challenge get you through the writer strike. Is going to be let, what my campaign is going to. Let be. them cook. Let them cook. They couldn't stop cooking if they wanted to. I know. They'll just bring CT West and Johnny Bananas back and If Johnny Bananas, West and CT are all in it, I'm in it. They're always all in Can it. I it's Can I get Daryl? Can I get Daryl? Daryl is pretty old. He's he, he can't He's win a, at this point. He oh, okay. He can't. Can't. So then, I guess not. He's he's just a legend, though. Yeah, but like Johnny, he could win. CT, I mean, he wins every other show he's on. Wes never wins, but we pretend he could. He we pretend like he's this we big, do. powerful. Yeah. yeah. All right. He, so he is strong. Sorry, what I was saying though, Drake. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's fighting for the biggest spot of all time. I think so. I mean, I don't know, and I'm a huge rap fan, and I got all these preferences, and and I I just think that you can't fuck with how much amazing music he's made. Yeah, his bad is good. His bad is bad is is honestly never mind. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Top of this, uh, Tim Burton has said that um, when the writer strike started, they were just two days away from finishing Beetlejuice two. <laughs> oh my um, god. They, he's, he said that the movie is ninety nine percent done. That feels frustrating. Ooh. But it does mean that the minute that thing's over, that they're going to get that thing out right away. It will probably do really well in the theaters because it will be the only movie in mm. theaters. That's a good point. Do you yeah. think anybody, any any studios are banking movies for this period of time? Um, like, no, we're not going to... Yeah. Oh, yes. Anything bad is getting banked. Yes. So, like, if if they have something that they're like, they watch and they're like, well, what the fuck do we spend our money on here? They're going to say, 
you know what? Mm. Uh, we're going to save this for a year from now. We're going to put it out in a year when no movies are out and people are desperate to go see something. Do you remember when, like, it must have been six months ago, I think we were short on news, and I was like, hey, did you know that there was a movie made, a comedy movie written and produced and starring Jamie Foxx with all these big celebrities in it? that Jamie Foxx was too much of a perfectionist to ever release. Do you remember that? And then you go, it sucked, dude. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that explains it. It just sucked. <laughs> and he's just, you know, whatever. Yeah. I think we might see it. I, I, and this is I like, it was made like eight years ago. And I think we might see it. I we're going to have to, they're going to have to dump everything. I think Studios Answers is going to be to re-release big time movies in the theaters mm-hmm. is what they're going to do. So what they're going to do is they're going to say, one week and one week only Harry Potter and the, the Half-Blood Prince in theaters. Like if they, you go... Can, you think they can take deleted scenes and add them in and stuff? They will do that kind of shit. They're that would do be, everything they can could get me. to get people to go watch movies. Yeah, watch this with a bunch of deleted scenes that you've never seen before and an alternate ending. Yeah. I think that's the answer. I think if I worked for the theater for theaters and studios... I would be just putting out movies with alternate endings. I would be like, hey, this one is dubbed by silly voices. <laughs> <laughs> You've never seen it like this before. John Come Wick. On. This is John Wick 3 with clown music. Everyone. On, <laughs> it'll be like in like, uh, you know, in N64 when they started to release like codes or like big head mode or, you know, you yeah, could replay yeah. the game. <laughs> I think the other one thing I would go with is I would say, okay, I'm going to do... Um, uh, just commentary by, mm-hmm. and then name your celebrity. Right. It's just going to be a commentary by, and then the whole movie is just going to be like Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. will sit in the theater and record <laughs> some stuff. Depends how dire then... it gets. Maybe with you. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He may sit next to him for you can sit next to seven dollars. You just come. We're desperate as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, but fuck the you know fuck the studio execs. They're being so silly on this whole thing. And actors hold the line. I don't know, man. We want entertainment. But we, we want, want you entertainment, guys to get paid, but so. also I just know that um, being I hate creative that, yeah. is is now something that does very rare. Is doesn't you don't get paid for it to be creative anymore? Right. You only get paid for or you only get paid if for you being are, profitable. Yeah, yeah. It's for so. making rich people richer. If you can do that, you get some of that cake. Um, yeah, no, that's it. Okay, what about this um, Marvel? Do they have a villain problem? Well, I'm curious on your thoughts here because they have had some some decent villains, but I'm just yeah. I wanted to go through a few and see if we could like come up with what truly maybe is top five, and then we can cast out some. Okay, so I know you recently watched Guardians of the Galaxy three, and I liked. The the high the what is it called the high supreme, or high high evolutionary? Okay, yeah, he was. I thought he was man. cool. I was like, I kind of get what he was going for. It seemed different, and you're not going to even put him on the top ten list, right? Okay, yeah, okay. So I'm going to go through a few that I I know that we can probably count out. Okay, okay. um, let's count out Mysterio. Mysterio was a waste so of my bad. Time. Um, Yellow Jacket. I mean, like, there's some people that should. Who's Yellow Jacket? If you don't know, was he was he the guy from um, Ant Man One? Was he the guy from uh, the Kevin Spacey political show? 
Yes, he was in that. Yeah. And he was pretty good in that. Corey Stoll. Yeah, he wasn't good in Ant-Man, though. No, he wasn't. All right, so um, trying to get into a little bit of of the better ones. I think Helmet Zemo actually is kind of underrated because he was the guy pulling the strings. No superpowers in this one. But he was like in Civil oh, War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of messed and with And he that was guy. kind of putting it like everybody against had, each other. He had everyone, as I would describe, everyone is everyone was stressed because of him. He yeah, he had everybody pressed and stressed. So yeah. I'm gonna put him top ten. We'll just put him in there, okay? Yeah. Because when you go through the rest, you're not gonna be that impressed. Um Ronan the Accuser from Guardians One. Looked cool. Looked like a fucking scary European guy metal bassist. Got beat from a dance off, so there was that. Oh yeah, that's pretty um weird. I think Red Skull should be up in the top 10 uh, at least. What was Red Skull's purpose? Oh, he kind of came back, though. Being they, a Nazi? Was he like a Nazi? Yeah, but he, he like was Russian? like... The funny thing is, is like he was such a Nazi that he like didn't... He was fighting against the Nazis from within because he thought his his goals were more important than Hitler's. Hmm. Hmm. So kind of a hero. That- <laughs> so... <laughs> um, all right, so we got... Would you put Ultra Ultron in the top five? Oh no, I wouldn't. Okay. He was awful. Would you put Hela from Thor two? Kind of fucked with Hela. Hela she should be cool. top five. Yeah, she was. She, I mean, she broke uh, his 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 hammer. Was family, so that was super family. interesting. Every line she delivered was pretty cutting. Yeah, Kate Blanchett, and she looked cool as fuck. Looks super cool. Kate Blanchett is from one cool. of the best Marvel movies in general. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm cool with that one. Okay, so let's put them top five. Um, did you do you think that Vulture belongs in there? So uh, from Spider-Man: Homecoming. No, probably. Top, How about this? Maybe top ten, but pretty. Listen, weak. Pete. Pete. When he says that, it's like, whoa, dude. I, I liked him. I liked his scale, but I don't know that I like really believed in what he was doing. He was like just like a he was like a, a like a thug trying to yeah. steal and sell things. Okay, I mean that's that's fair. I think he's a little underrated here. How you're selling him, Killmonger. Black Panther, yeah, real good. I mean, real Actually, good. I was really disappointed. Would you go top died. one, top one, two, three on this? Um, it's pretty sad that I would, but yeah, probably around three, top okay. three ish. Well, let's talk about Thanos and Loki then. Thanos I mean, is number one. Thanos is one. Thanos was a really good villain. Yeah, the reason that those movies worked is because Thanos was really good, and yeah. I actually believed Thanos. I believed he was. He had conviction. He had ideas. He believed in what he was doing even though it was unhinged he was formidable i mean he whooped everyone's ass i liked thanos okay. that, that was peak marvel um loki is a hero in my opinion yeah but he was a villain i mean he was like the absolute I gotta villain be honest, of, i just didn't of avengers one villain. you didn't like him then i, so you're I not actually gonna thought him... he was a waste of my time as a villain and i thought he was amazing as a hero well i mean they kind of undersold him as soon as like avengers one ends and it turns out he's sniveling and apologizing to something greater which was thanos yeah and at that point you're like okay so all right so thanos one i think killmonger two i'd like to go would we go hella three i don't know it's kind of do you see that there is a bit of a problem here there aren't any good villains and they saved some of them so like i mean we could put the grandmaster in there uh, i mean he was hardly a villain and he was in half of a movie but he's so good I mean, they've they've saved some, so they have what is his name, Doctor Doom. Yes, they have. Has not been. Um, who's their next big villain? Uh, Kang, the Conqueror. Yeah, but they've already. I mean, he's been. He'll, he he'll, was. He is. He should. He could be on the list. He's Let's on say the that ascent, because. Though. Well, maybe he was defeated like, by ants. Let's keep that like, in mind. If he's not like beating up women. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, and then I would say you have uh, Magneto. Well, yeah, well, this is MCU, buddy. Oh, but coming up, but yes, coming of up. course, of course, coming yes. up. Um, Doctor Doom, Kang, Magneto. Um, we'll get into X Men in a little bit, but I actually mm-hmm. kind of think the X Men um, also might have a, a villain problem a little bit. I could see that the X Men's villains are all like good when they're like um, a small problem, but the big problem X Men villains are always like the best part. A guy the- from the government. Oh yeah, I know. Right, a guy from the government, and he guess what he's gonna do? He's gonna capture he's a crooked mutants. politician. He's gonna capture mutants. He's gonna take their <laughs> genes, and he's gonna make something that's bad. And I'm like, they did that in every, <laughs> every movie. Time. They already did that. And we, we're gonna talk about Logan later, and they did it again. They always do. It's the same every time with them. So, so I think we got. I mean, we got our top three pretty well fleshed out. Then um, I it's, think it's a pretty disappointing. I mean, you could put Winter three. Soldier in there, but he became good later. But he was awesome in that movie. Mm-hmm. So I, maybe he's three. If you want to put him three, you could. I think the the villains are pretty bad. I know. Who else was a Spider Man villain so far? Well, but, but you can't count all of them, buddy. I'm telling you, like you can't count the ones when it was Sony because I would say yeah, Doc is... Ock is number two on this list if he was in it, and he's not. Green Goblin is probably number five, and he's is, not in I'll it. I'll tell you some bad villains. The bad villains are in the Iron Man movies. Yes. They're, like they're a, always the same. Hey, Tony. <laughs> like that guy. He's a brutal villain. He's Obadiah like, Stone? Oh. Or which? <laughs> you had Obadiah Stone. You had Whiplash. Remember you, you had, had yeah, something Price. You had the guy You had who, Justin Hammer. You had the they're guy all the who, same. Who, was like, who, who was trying to be Ari Gold. Yeah, but he yeah, wasn't. Yeah. yeah, that was Justin Hammer. He was pretending yep. to be Ari Gold, but like a villain, and he and he was just brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really messed those up. They did, and they had, still decent movies. Surprisingly, who was who was the Whip- Whiplash? Yeah, Whiplash. He was the one who was. Uh, what's that actor's name? Um, Mickey Mickey Rourke. Rourke and that was like, just remember that was Mickey Rourke on top of the world. He had that done, was he had done the wrestler. And everyone Ooh, was Darren like Aronofsky when he him. was like had he Darren Aronofsky hadn't fallen off yet. That's how he, that yeah. was. It, he was on top of the world. Everyone thought this was a huge get, and then he played like the most boring, poor Russian accent character ever. I want my bird. Ugh. He's obsessed with the bird. Remember when we everyone was excited about the 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 Mandarin? Yeah, and then he turned out to be an Trevor actor. Slattery. <laughs> the actor i was pissed about they were, that at that point marvel was on such a high they were like we, we have can't lose so many villains we can just waste them yeah i know we can just burn villains to the ground it doesn't <sighs> matter because we have so many of them and now they're like uh should we make up new ones yeah <laughs> <laughs> son of a bitch all right all right well yeah so we went through i i feel like you know you know what you're right they have some good ones in the bag still we shouldn't be too worried They've saved some good ones, but will they still be relevant when they get there? I don't know. All right, here we go. Hot Rex and Not Rex. Um, I'm going to start out. Yeah, I've please. been watching um, as a as a history teacher. I don't want to say history buff because I don't want to spoil your next segment. Ooh. Um, but uh, as a history teacher, I've been watching a show on Netflix called Spy Ops, which has been pushed on everyone's time, like on their front page. Yep, yep, yep. And they're telling I, me to watch it. So are you telling me to watch it? 
I like this show. Okay. It is, is it very, a series of documentaries? It's a series kind of? of documentaries, a bunch of different stories about spies, traitors, people who infiltrated governments and were on top secret missions. And they interview a lot of really, you know, formerly very highly classified people okay. to tell these stories. I'm not saying it's perfect or amazing. You must like history and you must think documentaries are fun to enjoy the show but i am about three or four episodes in and i've really enjoyed all of the episodes so far three or four on yeah. this and so is it like more recent because isn't a lot of it classified and stuff um no they're they're more i mean everything is at least 20 years old okay so right. i think the first episode i the first episode was much better than the second the first one was about just after 9-11 a group of like 10 of the high-ranking military officers they sent into afghanistan with three million dollars to go form alliances with different tribes in afghanistan oh shit and they were doing it all top secret they had no communication with anyone it was like you caught you're dead you have to disavow like mission impossible shit pretty much will deny existence and like they were doing crazy stuff they were getting in crazy gunfights one of the episodes was a soviet um kgb like leader who um was so upset with his government that he decided to like go help the British. And he was like the number one source of the British government. Damn. And then they have to like get him out of Russia. Oh shit. And so like it was just it's cool. I'm not I'm it's pretty dry. I'm I'm gonna be honest. This is very much a documentary. All of the episodes are this is very much history. If you don't like that kind of thing, please skip this. All right. But if you So it's a conditional wreck. I like a good conditional wreck. But I for me, I like this is right up my alley. I I saw them really pushing this, so I said I'm going to give it a try. And I've liked it so far. I do worry you are becoming a bit of a history buff because we know that's a precursor. (laughs) That's a warning sign. Yeah. Well, let's go into that. You watched Shane Gillis. I did. I did. I watch a lot of stand-up and I don't talk about them usually unless it's kind of controversial or topical. And I just feel like Shane Gillis is very like definitely a charismatic dude. You've seen him on all the podcasts, right? There's like this big network of top comedians right now. And their podcasts and their social networks all sort of, you know, intertwine. And Shane Gillis is a very naturally funny dude. He's likable. Um, he uses like his big thing is is like you tell a story and you're like you end it and then Shane Gillis would be like that's uh, that's gay, and then everyone laughs and laughs and laughs. Oh, right? that's his big He's thing. Like, yeah, that's that's kind of gay. That's gay. Yeah, and it, you know I don't know like. He'll be like, yo, everybody says America, you know, has all these school shootings and shit. It's it's like, at least we're not gay. <laughs> you know, like what? And like, I'm kind of selling him short because he is funny. He is But funny. like for him to like fall back on that and then, you know, use the R slur and stuff. Yeah. As part of his act. I think it sets him apart today. And that's not in a good way, just in a way, just in a like a realistic way. But this is his big Netflix special. It's called um, uh, Beautiful Dogs, you know, and he he rips a lot of different, he doesn't try to get too political, right? But like his takes definitely seem to appeal to everybody. I don't know. I, I, he's walking, he maybe, he's he's, walking a fine line. He is walking a fine line. He's like the kind of comedian who, I do think he's clever. I do think he's funny, but 
he is like the kind of clip you can't, you couldn't even really play for your friends, right? Because he just is. If you t- if you uh, if you don't understand his act and you take him out of context, it's just gonna sound like hateful yeah. or something. So, you know, I I laughed a couple times. I don't think it was as funny as I thought it was gonna be. He the the bits that he didn't end his stuff with, like you know, our slurs or hey, that's that that's gay. We're way funnier. Like he yeah. can just be so funny when he tells his stories. His Special and stuff, Olympics so. stuff was really funny. <laughs> yeah, I really thought that was funny. That was like one of his big jokes off his last special. Yeah, he's you know he, he and honestly like if you do follow a lot of like comedian social media stuff, you're gonna know a lot of his punchlines. You will because he's practiced these jokes. He's, he's written them he's over good. long periods. He maybe wrote them live on some podcasts where he's like, he, "This was fucking is, banger." He Let me. is good. He just like. He's pushing it a little bit, so we'll see he where is. he ends up. Yeah. Like like Theo Vaughn, I was a big fan of his for a long time, but he has now pushed it to be like, I'm going to interview everybody that like left-wing media won't, or even mainstream media won't, which is like Roseanne Barr. And like, yeah. you know, you're like, dude, you know, I don't you don't need to go there to get attention. So, anyways, I think this Shane McGillis, go check it out if you want to. It is above average stand-up for funniness. But the subject matter isn't going to be for everybody, so I, I don't know. All right, we do have a better late than never, and that is The Big Short. Yeah, I finally watched this. I got a lot of shit, I feel like, for years. Like, you know, I've seen every movie, whatever, but this is the first time I've ever seen it streaming free. It's a cool And movie. it's like 10 years old I or something. Movie, five who, who, who did this movie? Adam McKay did it, right? Anchorman. <laughs> this is one of the movies that he started doing when he's like, oh, I can do more than just like straight, goofy stepbrothers. You I, know? I thought this movie, I, maybe it hasn't aged well. I've only watched this movie uh, it, once. It's aged well, I think. I it's thought just this long. movie was really cool. And yeah. I thought like his his little cutaways to celebrities to explain the con- the the complicated yep. things that were happening. They only did that a couple times. But they hit. Every yeah, they time had. They I was cool. like, "Oh, that was so cool." Yeah, they had a Margot Robbie. They had a Anthony Bourdain. Was it Selena Gomez. They had a Selena Gomez do it. Yeah, yeah, at the blackjack table. So they had like at least at least a few of them. Um, this was a weird movie. So I think Adam McKay got really into like reading about this, you know, housing recession. This is yeah. my guess. This is my theory. And he got really pissed about what the banks did and how they caused all this pain for the average American. Yeah, and he's like. This story is too boring. No one's ever going to really understand what happened. Let me try to make this boring story as entertaining as possible. Mm -hmm. So he used every trick in the directing, acting, playwriting book you could, which is like you said, right? You're writing, you're speaking to directly breaking the fourth wall sometimes with big celebrities. I thought all those were fun. All of them were good. You're having, you're hiring, like the cast is crazy. Um, Christian Bale is in it, acting his ass off. I thought he did well. Yeah. Steve Carell is in it. Yep. Um, I think that uh, Gosling was the best part. He yeah. was stole the show. But, I mean, like, the cast list is, like, 30 names deep that are of all their careers have only gone up from then. Yeah. So, rewatching it in that way is kind of fun. Like, damn, everybody here is hella famous? Yeah. And when you watched it, you maybe were like, who's that, who's that, who's that? Um, so that part is cool, but it is a boring story. Ultimately, like it's a like in order to understand what happened, you do have to understand yeah. these fucking little like I haven't industry seen terms in a wa- in a long time. Yeah, but I did really. I enjoy was entertained. It. It's on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, it's a watch. If you have seen it, you maybe aren't 
ever going to watch it again. I don't know how much replayability it, it has. It didn't feel like a real rewatchable movie. It didn't, yeah. But, but that, it was but entertaining, I, I and I'm I glad did. I know. Yeah. I, I'm glad I watched it. It Here's what it is. It's like the most entertaining way you could ever make a documentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is just like this. Yeah, it was like making a documentary with a bunch of really famous celebrities that people like. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And I, I guess Adam McKay really wanted as many people as he could make see this story, see the story. And so yeah. for that, I salute him because fuck the banks, fuck all these greedy people. Yeah, it was really nobody, brutal. you know. And then of course he's like, you know, they do the thing at that they do it generally in documentaries where they're like. From here on, this person was sent to jail for 25 years. Yeah. This person went on to write a book. And, you know, he does the fake out. As you'd expect, thousands of bankers were put into... Actually, just kidding. Only one poor sucker was put into prison. Nobody yeah. else... Nothing's changed. And they've just now started to reintroduce these horrible, you know, funds. And it goes on and on. But, dude, it is it is a wreck. It's a very good movie. I just don't think... If you've seen it, you've seen it. If you haven't, go watch it. I like that. There I it is. like that. Yeah. The one-time watch rack. One-time watch rack, yeah. All right, it's time for our X-Watch. Yeah. Wow. This week we, we watched... We finally one achieved. Of our, one of our favorite movies. I mean, it's a pod favorite. It came out... Finally, something came out during the pod times. Well, oh, I guess our last movie did too. When but. we watched this movie, we were so in. Yeah. Um, It was like maybe our movie of the year one year? I think it, I think it won like maybe the second Nordy year or third year whatever it was yeah i i really like logan now this mm-hmm. movie is not easy to watch no in fact i think it's only the second time i've seen it me too okay me too second time i've seen it i remember leaving the theater and being like Oof. wow yeah like wow what a piece of art that was mm-hmm. that's what i thought it was a superhero movie and i thought it was just a work of art i thought it was so deep i I have kind of fallen in love with the Hugh Jackman Wolverine character on this rewatch. I mean, like re like rewatching these all in in you know a short period of time, I have some real respect for that character. He treated it with a lot of respect. He did. He really cared about this character. He really went deep as as often as he was able to. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the writing in the movies didn't allow for that, but I think. I think he really cared about this character, and I think that really um, paid off in some of these big emotional moments. I think that if he hadn't done such a good job, they wouldn't even dream of making a movie like this. They're like, oh, Hugh Jackman is a really good actor yeah. who's done a lot with this character in like cheesy scripts of like, you know, fake power blast, and then you're, you know, all the stuff we've been complaining about for six weeks. Yeah. Let's just tell a really hum- human story that's just like intense about you know a mentor and a mentee and a life wasted and just very deep themes i, I loved this movie so you get um late in life uh losing control of his own mind professor x Pro X which in a bad spot. Bro. I, I I thought this was a great character. I, I thought I, it was too, but I it was worried. so sad. It's like that's where you know, and this is a dystopian future. It's not like yeah. this is exactly what happened with, and the timeline has been so confusing, right? So I, I was worried about him the entire movie. Yeah, and that was intentional. Like I I feared for his 
his well-being, his health, uh, and, and the health and, of and, others. And the health of others around him, yeah. where he's like, you know, they consider him this dangerous mental weapon, and most he, dangerous he brain. Is, he is, like he you knows, give Pro-X he, Alzheimer's and see what happens. He's so, he's so upset. He knows he's not healthy. He knows... He 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 feels betrayed by the people who are caring for him. Right. I it just was hard. It was hard to watch sometimes with him. I thought it was a great job. Who who plays him? Patrick Stewart just did such he's, an awesome job. He's he's an all time great. He's an all time. He's great. a hall of famer. He's an all time. And just great. a great guy. Yeah. I, he needs I to be on him. my list. I don't know if he is or not, but. And then I just thought, um, the combo, of, uh, Daphne Keen is that her name? Daphne Keen, aka Laura, aka Laura, and and uh, Wolverine. Wow, mm-hmm. match made in heaven. She doesn't even speak for a lot of the movie, and I thought her acting was amazing. I think it's one of the best child acting performances I've ever seen. I, I put it. It's like her and Haley Joel Osment in Sixth Sense. I don't know which is better. They're I think both perfect. Daphne Keen. We need more Daphne Keen. Um, here's my take. We'll get Daphne. more of her. So this is the gal that did um, His Dark Materials yep. on HBO, which was a waste of her talent because she was great in it. In that show, even. She yeah. Was great. I think Daphne Keene is my... Um, Millie Bobby Millie Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. Hey, I, <laughs> I knew you were going to say... Yeah, if you had to pick one, dude, let's She's see what she Millie can Bobby do. Millie Bobby Brown. She is, she is the young teen actress. One of that- them is going to sell makeup... And the other one is going to win Academy Awards. Daphne Keenis, because she's so good. She's awesome in this movie. I believed it. She was yeah. a, a child weapon. Um, and everything she did from stabbing people with her feet to needing someone to act like a parent for her mm-hmm. was so good yeah. in this. I agree. I agree. Who played the villain with like the robot hand? Um, His name is like Boyd Halpert. And... I fucked with him too. No, he's really good. He, he was, was good. a little bit in Sandman. He was good, and he was really good in Sandman. I think that dude's a star, and I, I just I think too. we haven't seen enough of him since this. But I need more of him. I thought he was awesome in this. He was he was so evil, slimy. He was just terrible. He had such little care for life. Mm-hmm. I I really appreciated him, and this movie I don't know. That I have ever seen a more violent movie than this, than than. Oh well, I mean, as far as like gr- like continuous graphic violence, maybe <laughs> not. I mean, like there are more violent you know, movies. In, in that Glorious were... Bastards is probably technically, you know what I mean. But there's I, not a ton of violence in that. The violent scenes are violent, but like yeah. this was like every like ten minutes, he was gonna carve up people's. Yeah, bodies. Face, cutting Which, people's arms off. How much of a... How, but here's the thing. Wasn't it nice when you first saw it to be like, oh, yeah, that's how Wolverine would fight. Yeah. He would time, stab people. He would cut limbs. He would cut he their face people, off. He, he would just go for, fucking people off. He'd be like, dude, claws to their heart or their head as soon as possible. Of every course. single time. He was messing everyone up. And then she was too. And then she had the the foot claws which which was she, fun when she was stabbing people i was like i had to like look away yeah she would stab people like 300 times while screaming <laughs> and she'd jump on them and do like a twisty move and shit dude she was, she great. was great she was fun to watch fight seeing oh. like a small oh. but seeing like her get shot is intense as oh, hell yes. but like yeah she can heal um god that was really really good uh i i just thought the movie was 
was really sad. Uh, how about this? Some one quick pair of boobs in an X Men movie. You don't see yeah, that. Yeah. Whoa. He, one of his first lines is is you know fuck, and they just are setting the scene yeah. like this is going to be a different movie. Yes. Um, but I appreciated that. They, you know what I realized it felt this like movie we was deserved that movie. It felt like the people, who, even the kids who had grown up with these X Men movies, this version of X Men movies, were old enough for those scenes. So I figured out what this movie is. Are you ready? Yeah. It's three things. Okay. And three things that you're familiar with. It is X Men. Yeah. It is No Country for Old Men. Absolutely. And it's Sicario. Oh wow. Right what a combo. It, that's a great combo. <laughs> that's what those the, the the violence, the graphic violence, the the gritty realism, the sadness, yeah. the the like you know the melancholy of, of lonely men and shit from yeah. old No Country, the the father figure stuff. It's all there, I, and I what? Why not? Yes, okay, thanks. I, love I thought it. the emotional Wolverine scenes hit so fucking hard in this. I know he looked like shit. He looked terrible. He just was him, struggling. How just about him pushing. going back to Professor X to tell him it wasn't me? Mm-hmm. It wasn't mm-hmm. me. I didn't do that. He knew. Yeah, he, was, he had to go and just like that was what he cared about most. Like he can't he die about, thinking he I can't killed think him. Think that I killed him is all he cared about. Yeah. And like him getting that moment was was great. And then just the whole end with him acting as this father to mm-hmm. to Laura was so fucking good. Every bit of it, I ate up all of his emotional moments in this. This I thought this movie was. Like a top cooler top scene was like that first, you know, when they have their base in the desert in Texas and they get raided. Awesome. And you first see the girl in insane action. I'm not for the even first a time. big car scene person, and this like the there car was some, stuff in this worked. For yeah, me. there was cool car, car yeah. chase stuff. Um, how about okay, either that or when you got. Pro X freezing the entire casino, oh. and he has to fight his way in, and he's just oh. slowly poking I mean, everyone in the, the head. Yeah, the the kills were kind of hard to watch. For oh, me. yeah, because there was slow motion at this slow point. Slow motion stabbing in the neck and head of everyone was pretty gross. Yeah, but I loved the scene. I loved unhinged Professor X. He had no control over his own mind. It was, it was awesome. So let's talk about things we can. You think of two things you don't like. I can think of one right now um, if you want. Me me. Um, every movie seems to need a farm family. Yeah, and this yeah. is not the first time Wolverine has done this. Do you remember when Wolverine went and stayed people. with the farm family, yeah. and then they all died? They did every time. I mean, they you know, that here. was in the was Wolverine, like, which was, was like horrible. Ra- he di- they had racists in this movie for like no real reason. Yeah. The other thing I thought was weird was like, is Wolverine famous or not? Wouldn't he be incredibly famous? But then some people don't recognize yeah. him. The farm family doesn't he recognize him. He goes to a him. bar and no one knows no him. No one knows him. But, but he also there's is... There's comic books and action figures. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, it's weird. These people were chopped up. We don't, we've never seen that before. It's like, well, wouldn't they be like, well, was yeah, it Wolverine? Wolverine. <laughs> that's probably Wolverine. And those people were probably up to no good. <laughs> yeah, let it go. Just let it go. <laughs> so I don't know. I thought those were the only couple things. but And then maybe like... You know, did a young Wolverine versus old Wolverine work for you or not? Was that the weapon you wanted to see come out as their special weapon? You know, he they had the young Wolverine shaved head, Weapon X type of deal, mm-hmm. yeah. created in a lab, yep. no soul, whatever he was, uh, in a black tank top versus our Wolverine, good guy, old man in the white tank top. Kind of a I little on the nose. I, I kind of was bummed that that was the, the weapon. Was the, the direction. I remember even seeing it the first time being like, 
Okay, that's I don't what know doing. that that was necessary, but I I I just think his... it would have been almost cooler to have like another kid that was a success come Ooh, out of it. Yeah, it was like, like damn, I have to kill this kid to save this kid, and like yeah. that would have been really interesting. I just but... I did like his sacrifice at the end, all of his uh, sacrifice. That's really what it comes down to the I the climax the, of the movie. I thought the end of this movie was beautiful. I thought the the burial scene for him was beautiful with her tipping the cross into the X was Ugh, amazing. Cool as fuck. I thought like, wow, like yeah. what a scene this, this series has the Wolverine series is better than the X-Men series. Absolutely. And I can't believe I'm He's saying mostly that. been the best part of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's impressive. Um, just the whole climax of him, like finally just going wolf, full Wolverine mode in the woods was really oh, fun it was sick. It to was go cool. and save them. And the kids sort of using their powers. Uh, all that was a huge success for me. Yeah. Huge emotional ending. Did you see the rocks move at all at the end? No. I didn't either. Uh, I think this is supposed to be it for him. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm a little sad he's going to be in the the um, Deadpool movie. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But I you don't know need what? it. I'm, it I'm, I was so happy with this ending. Yeah. I remember leaving the theater and being like, what a work of art that yeah. was. Wow. Like, that was the best superhero movie. One of the best movies I've ever seen. So, do you think it's, you know, where does this rank amongst superhero movies? I think amongst it's Amongst R-rated superhero movies, it's like this for sure. I think it might be the best. I mean, maybe, And then you got maybe, Blade and you got maybe got like, uh, you know, I don't know, Joker. I thought this movie was the best right along with like the Endgame and Infinity War movies. Sure. Like that level of superhero movie. So... That being said, I think I would probably give some of those superhero movies that were, you know, the MCU ones, more traditional movies, like maybe higher scores a little bit. Like, what did you give this for a... I think this movie was like a 93. Okay, I gave it a 92. Yeah, I thought this movie was really good. I really liked it. It was it was pretty dark. Yeah. And it wasn't always fun, but it was really good and it was really deep. I think I liked this movie less out of theaters than I did in theaters, but mm-hmm. that didn't mean I didn't think it was a masterpiece. Right. I really might've walked out saying 95, 96. Now I say 92 years yeah. past. Uh, fantastic movie. One of the greatest comic book movies of all time. Agreed. And I'm, we finally got there because we, we were like excited for Logan this yeah, whole time. This whole time. Was, neither of us had seen it twice, which is crazy. All right. So That's have, a rewatch. Baby. We have just dark Phoenix left, which I'm not that. We'll just knock about, it out. We got And it we do need a week to think of our next one anyway. Yeah. So if you are listening and you are also on our social media, which Eric tells you to do every week. Yeah. Tell us what we should do next. And don't say fast and the furious. Yeah, please don't. All right. That's it. That's all time we have on this episode of the Nordies podcast. Until next week. Thanks for hanging out with your best friends here. The Nordies podcast.